Alan Mesnick and Rich Buckland with you, the Splendid Bohemians. Another episode of Put on a Stack of 45 where we present a recording of consequence that might have been on your, on your little spindle that dropped those 45s one by one. And hopefully you'll remember this one as reflect on a time that was much simpler and much safer. Bill, how are you, my friend? I'm uh, I'm I'm ready for fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. That was the name of Chuck McCann's show. Remember the late Chuck McCann? Absolutely. One of my Absolutely. favorite comedians made that brilliant movie, The Projectionist, and was also in The Heart is a Lonely Hunter with Alan Arkin. He had a kid show. One of the first recently passed. Recently passed. The show was called Let's Have Fun on Sunday mornings at nine o'clock. WNEW in New York. I looked forward to it. So yes. And they might have played this record. Well, I know they played. I know they played Dick Tracy. He's the arm of the law. But we're going to talk about the Olympics and a song that they popularized and a dance craze. We're going to go. We're going to go dance crazy today. We're going to discuss the Holly Gully and the group that made that particular dance popular, the Olympics. 1959. Now, since I already asked you this question, you should know it. What was the B-side? Private Eye. Private Eye Private, on the RV label on the R- 1959. Boy, Mez, wow. See, I'm remembering things and th- everything's kicking in. Everything's, you see, your short-term memory is still intact. Yes, yes, and the aquoxachloroquine, or whatever the hell that guy <laughs> takes. It's all kicking in. It's all kicking in. The Holly Gully, one of your favorite guys. It was popularized by a cat named Frank Rocco. Cadillac Hotel on Miami Beach. Oh, would I love to have been there. That's what a lot of action going on in Miami Beach. That's what Tell Jack, me what you know about Frank Rocco. What I know about Frank Rocco is that Frank was a Frank was one of these cats who could make a party swing. He loved to make a party swing and he made that hotel swing. And as with Jackie Gleason, who came down just a few years later to bring his TV show down there, it's where so much action was. There was a lot of rocking. There was a lot of rolling. And Frank loved the Hully Gully, and he was known as Mr. Hully Gully. So, and his reach it was far beyond uh, Miami Beach. They, oh, you think about it. Here we are 60 years later. We're still speaking his name. That's how far his reach is at the time. Yeah. He even reached into the New York World's Fair in Queens, where we grew up, and mm-hmm. he did the Hully Gully with Goldie Hawn. I wish she was here right now. I, uh, Bill, if I, you know what I would pay to have known at that age during the 1964 World's Fair what was actually going on, what they were hiding from us. They were showing us all the space technology. They were showing us the what was that monorail thing? Yeah. The AT and T ride into the future. The I love that. The fu- I, I, I would have just been happy to holy golly. Yeah. Now you posed an interesting question to me a while back. Seems like many years ago. Why were there so many dance crazes? Yeah, I mean, think about it. Uh, I just made a little starter list: the Continental, the Stroll, the Madison, the Swim. Come on, everybody! The mashed potato. It's the latest. It's the greatest. Mashed potato. Yeah, 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 yeah. The twist, the frug, the Watusi, hitchhike, locomotion. Limbo, 
the Freddy. <laughs> Every time you throw the Freddy in there. <laughs> the Freddy. And, and in 1962, Cannibal and the Headhunters recorded a record called Land of a Thousand Dances. So things were hopping. Everybody was doing the twist. Chubby Checker, but he also recorded Holy Gully. I mean, he was no fool. Well, the Cameo Parkway label knew a good thing when they found it, and so they put together a variety of dance hits using artists like Chubby Checker and Bobby Rydell and D.D. D. Sharp, uh, who gave us the mashed potato, and uh, the Dovells, of course. The kids in Bristol are sharp and physical when they do the Bristol stuff. One of the things I also wanted to mention was all of those dance television shows. Um, they were all over the country. Of course, Bandstand out of Philly was the big one. Lloyd Thaxton was from Los Angeles. Clay Cole. You remember Clay Cole? Of course. New York City. And Buddy Dean in Baltimore, which was the inspiration for John Waters' film Hairspray, which memorialized this whole culture and the controversy that came when they um, black and white children danced together on national television or on local television. So when you're talking about, there's so many dances that are forgotten, but there were so many great hit records. So uh, the Bristol Stomp, the Dovells. The Dovells had yeah, a great, great, great version of, of Holly Gully as well. So I guess the question is, why was this thing happening? Records like Holly Gully Calling Time by the Jive Five, one of my favorite Jive Five records. There was a camaraderie within the culture, just as there was with rock and roll. When you and I used to go to the Fillmore and we used to watch, go to see 10 Years After or Quicksilver or whatever the hell we were going to see, that was our club. And we'd go there and you'd see the same faces. Um, there's a camaraderie within the music. I think the dance craze gave kids social events to attend. It was uh, certainly better than hanging out, uh, you know, in the blackboard jungle. And it provided something that was certainly a lot healthier and, uh, and social than what was seemingly going on out there. You've got to remember, the late 50s, beginning of the 60s, uh, JFK just gets shot. Chubby Checker has the twist, and then all the joy is taken out of the world with the assassination of John Kennedy. Yeah. Then you got to pick. So this up. all actually sort of precedes that that national tragedy. Yeah, yeah. He's in that like little halcyon uh, spot. And do you remember um, the peanut butter song by the Marathons? Oh yes, the peanut butter song. Yes. So that was a direct parody of um, Holly Gully. But then it became a jingle for Peter Pan peanut butter. And you had so many other dance crazes and you had so many other variations on this. Everybody got out of it. It was milked until you couldn't milk it anymore. Uh, the, the great, <laughs> Although it came back in the 70s with disco. Well, I don't think there's any real comparison because of the drugs that were involved. I think that was fueled by something that was very, very dangerous at the end of the day, and that's a whole other story. Um, I don't think that you can compare Studio 54 with what was going on in high school gymnasiums, 
where but I just remember the hustle, the ubiquity of the hustle. Yeah, the ubiquity, the ubiquity of the I mean, something was happening there that was that was in defiance of of rock and roll itself. But I think Americans just like to dance. I think Americans just like to dance, and you and I don't go out clubbing, so we don't know how many older people still dance. Nobody can do it right now. There's no dance clubs available, and I don't know if there were before the virus struck. But right now in their homes, there's probably couples our age, waltzing and mamboing and rumbing and uh, charlesting. Charleston. And not only that, not the, only that. The Charleston. We're going to put this record on now, and we're, you, we want you to all get up and do the holly gully. We want you to do the holly gully, but we, I want to remind you, before we get to the holly gully, do not forget about Soupy Sales and the Mouse. Not oh, yes. forget the, the mouse. Yeah, you can do it in your house. Yeah, that was a big freaking record. That was a big deal. Yeah. So if things had gotten to the point where Soupy Sales was heading the New York Paramount, when you had Chuck Berry and Del Shannon on the bill, that tells you a little something about those teenagers and what they were able to provide. One last thing, remember UHF Television. Ah. UHF was a little switch on your little black and white TV, and it gave you a special frequency that had some programming where we lived, most of which was out of New Jersey. The great ultra high frequency, ultra high frequency. The great John Zacherly, the mm-hmm. the host of uh, horror movies through the fifties and the sixties. He had my favorite dance show, better than Lloyd Thaxton, better than Dick Clark. Tino Rama, and he had the box tops and the Doughboys. The Doughboys, nice. still legendary in New Jersey, as one of the first most uh, most exciting bands to come out of uh, the Garden State. So now, but let's not forget the Olympics. So now we have to talk about the Olympics. You jump into the record, and we can't. We had to tell the people a little about the Olympics. Who were the All Olympics? Right. Who were they? I'm just so excited to hear it. I know. <laughs> I don't blame you because it's 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 joy, and there's not enough joy. God damn it, it's joy. I know you're That's excited, right. but I'm just gonna we're gonna kind of like drift it out a little, spread okay, it out we'll, a little we'll bit. Ease it. The ahead. Olympics were that no, they were they started out as a two-op group, right? 1957, the lead singer whose voice you will hear on the great. Recording my baby loves Western movies. Yeah, yeah. I love that record. And he was Walter Ward, 1940 to, 90, uh, to 2006. The group also included Eddie Lewis, Charles Pfizer, Walter Hammond, Melvin King. And they were all friends in Los Angeles uh, right out of a high school, which is where they met. This is an interesting fact to me, talking about the dark side to come. Mr. Pfizer of the Olympics was killed in the Watts riots in uh, 1965. So, in my estimation, the Olympics made a major contribution between Western movies and the Hully Gully. 
to our popular culture. And uh, we don't want to forget their recordings. Do in the Holy Gully, these are great albums. Dance by the Light of the Moon, Party Time, Do the Bounce. There's another dance, didn't quite take off, but they tried. Something old, something new. And then the official record album of the Olympics put out by Rhino, our friends at Rhino in 1984. All right, I've said enough. It's your turn. Time to spend. Holly Gully back in the day. We're past the we Holly were a, Gully. L- a little, little too young. A little too young. You think we would have danced if it were a few years? We well, ma- I was definitely a twister. Yeah, I was a twister. I was a big twister. Yeah. Oh, boy, was I a twister. Yep. And the yep. twist was yep. only a year or two after that. And I was a big mashed potato guy. After seeing James... I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't master the mashed potato. Was it too? Did it seem to require too much dexterity? It's the way the, the yeah the feet the way the feet were just kind of swishing back and forth. It just I could do one foot. I couldn't do both feet. So you could do the one foot like James Brown in the Tammy Show, or you I could, could just do the one move. Foot oh, I could only mash half the potatoes. It was like doing the mashed potato with a stroke, Bill. This has been a fascinating episode of Put on a Stack of Forty Fives. Thank, I agree. Thank you for allowing me to riff. I've needed to do so today. It's Everybody, a, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And uh, my friend Bill Mesnick in California, Rich Buckton in Florida, where they're riding around on motorcycles with Confederate flags on the back, and uh, they're armed, and they're ready for action. 
So if you hear this episode, it means we have survived. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Rich Buckland. My partner is Bill Mesnick. We want you to stay safe. We want you to be happy. We want you to be well, because these are the times of our lives. I'm getting chills. Take your endesivir. Uh, take your, is that what it's called? Remdesivir? It's one of the, I, I, I always get it wrong. Is it remdesivir? I think it's remdesivir. Remdesivir? I thought that was a, I thought that was a lager from Germany. That's one of, uh, one of the miracle cures. The miracles. I'm sticking with the aquaniclux chloroquine and, and, uh, and, and, hydrochloroquine. Hydro, hydro, and a shot of scotch. I hear together. They're, they're wonderful. Everybody, you be happy, you be healthy, you keep everybody safe, you keep everybody happy, you enjoy. We will be back with another episode of Dig This. Put on a stack of 45s with the splendid Bohemians. Thank you, gang. Love you, Bill. Adios.